man, these people are not gonna believe any of this stuff is real. Everything we put on here is real, man. Nothing's fake. Thursday Night Lights. Episode one, kicking it off for you guys. Just to uh, give you guys a little backdrop, some of you are probably listening, wondering why are we calling this podcast Thursday Night Lights? Like, what the hell does a Thursday have to do with anything? Cedric, why don't you tell them what Thursdays were like? So, at the bar we're about to that, it goes like this. They had certain nights, nights. club nights themed up. Uh, Thursday night was ladies night, and it was absolutely a shit show. Well, they let them ladies drink free, so what What do you expect? And you would bring in all types of the element. I mean, the owner would say, yeah, they're bringing in Thursday night. We bring in upper-class ladies, but it was anything but upper-class. Free drinks, you were bringing in some ratchet-ass women on Thursday nights. Yeah, man. I mean, let me let you guys in on a little secret. If the ladies drink for free, you're not getting high-quality ladies. High-quality ladies... Are not worried about paying for drinks because they know dudes are going to be buying them drinks. You've got ratchet mud ducks that come in on Thursdays and they want to drink for free. They damn near want to drink for free all night long. And they were still arguing, not tipping the waitresses, not tipping the bartenders. It was just crazy. Thursday nights were the worst. I mean, the only women that show up to drink free on a Thursday night are the ones that are so fucking crazy and... I mean, not to be too mean, but it is what it is. The girls that are so fucking ugly that no man in their right mind is going to buy them a drink themselves. So they got to come in to a place like that and get their free drinks. And they they just go nuts. They just get loose. It gets wild. And I mean, it's just, just to give you a, a background on it, I mean, even the type of chicks, like even when you go by the dance floor and you're walking around, I mean, that used to be the smelliest place on earth. I mean, smelled like a hot onion burger. Just terrible. (laughs) I remember them girls in them shiny dresses. Oh, oh my God. And then you walked up by me and I was like, bro, did you eat Burger King today? Why do you smell like that? Man, it just stuck on me all night, man. (laughs) Just horrible, horrible. Thursday nights, they had their own unique smell Um, to this day. You can ask my girlfriend to this day, if I want to talk shit about somebody and not have them know that I'm really talking shit about them, like, that is a Thursday nighter right there. <laughs> Thursday night. Anytime you ever say Thursday nighter, that is not a compliment. That is horrible, man. <laughs> and you're going to hear it throughout this podcast. There's going to be plenty of times we say something like, yeah, that, that girl, she was a Thursday nighter, man. <laughs> Definitely. You just know, you know. So that's why it's called Thursday Night Light Podcast. Um, give you guys some background by myself. I worked uh, 12 years in the security game. I started in 2009 at the age of 19, just wide-eyed, not knowing what the fuck was going on. So I was working downtown, a little bit in uptown, a lot of concert venues. At one point, I was the only white bouncer in uh, in an all-black hip-hop club downtown. If you guys remember, Club New York downtown, I was the only white dude there, and shit got wild. So eventually... I, uh, I made my way out to Wild Bills where me and Cedric met. And uh, this was about 2013, I want to say, yeah, when just I started right there. there. Yeah, so uh, let them know what, what Wild Bills is like. Because if people are listening to this right now, they're like, oh, Wild Bills, like, that place ain't shit. I mean, that place looks like it's getting shut down any day now. And that's what it looks like now because they, they fucked up and they let that place run to the ground. But when I came in, 
even for the first two years I was there, it was it was hot. It was popping. It, it was, was everything was going on down there. And uh, even before before that, I mean, those those were the prime years. So why don't you tell them what it was like at Wild Bills and that you know because you started what like 2010 there, 2011. Oh man, it had to be. It might have been a little bit earlier because when I came in, just got out of the army, and I started working down the street at. A, a uh, bar called Majors. I remember Majors. Yep. I, I dated a girl who worked there. Yeah, it and was. I remember when they shut down, she showed up and they just had a sign on the door. Oh, it, it was, was like, so hey, crazy, man. Open. It was so crazy. We had Majors and then Wild Bills at that time was Grizzlies. So then they made this change and we kept hearing about this new bar that's going to open. So then it was like, what, uh, the Wild Bills opened up and they got a line around the building. So we took a little drive one night going on there because we didn't have anybody in our bar. They were just lined up to get in there. And sure enough, that was like on a Saturday. And that Sunday, when we went to Majors to get checks, man, the place was like lights off, boarded up. <laughs> we didn't get our last check. It was crazy. So then I went straight from there into Wild Bills on a Friday night. And I remember talking to the manager, and he was like, when can you start? I was like, whenever you need me. And he just handed me a shirt, man. And that time, man, it was just the hopping the spot, man. Everybody's in there. Everybody. And it was always a line around the building. I mean, it was it was good. It was a good time. Yeah, I've I've heard stories, you know, from before I started. Like I said, when I when I came in it was kind of at the height of Wild Bills when, you know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday there was a line out the door. There were people everywhere. Um there were a couple of issues, but really nothing, like my nothing first, too bad. Yeah, my first year, I mean, we had fights and stuff, but it wasn't nothing too bad. And then the fucking that last year that we were there, it was like, we go in, you know, be like, man, are you ready for this? Oh, uh, just snowballed, man. I mean, it just, you could just see the decline come in, man. Just the people came in, and then they changed out all security people. A lot of the, the top people that we had left, and it was just, it just got really bad really really bad, bad. Man. <laughs> we were fighting damn near every night we were we were definitely kicking like 30 people out every night and then on top of all that the fucking owner started losing his damn mind dude was coked out or methed out or, you know he was he was on a whole bunch of shit so not only is the bar going downhill but the owner's going downhill and this dude's getting wild as hell trying to like get us to kick people out for the littlest things. I remember one time he wanted me to kick a dude out because he had dreadlocks. Yeah, I, like, I remember I'm, that. I'm not kicking a dude out because he had dreadlocks, man. That was so funny because it was coming through. We wear, like, microphones, and it was just like, we got to get that guy out. And we're just all wondering, like, why are we getting this guy out? He's just sitting by the dance floor chilling. Uh, he's got dreadlocks. And we're like, everybody's looking at each other like, what the fuck? Dreadlocks? Really? Yeah, the dreadlocks. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm like, what is that, some gang shit? Everybody... Got dreadlocks within the gang? It was just crazy, man. Well, remember, he he thought that that it was a sign of being a gangster if you had your sticker still oh, on yeah. your hat. Remember that speech you gave why we don't allow stickers on hats? Oh, man, and that was weird at the door when you sit there and you're like, okay, you got to take your sticker off. I'm like, really? <laughs> a sticker on the hat? I'm like, there's kids walking around with stickers on their hats, man. This ain't no gang shit. No gang shit. <laughs> Nothing, none of that. It was just, you know, this dude, he didn't really know. He was one of those people who thought he knew what that gang shit was like. And like I said, I came from, from downtown Minneapolis. There was some real gang yeah. shit. I mean, yeah. I worked security in a lot of areas where I was like, yeah, there's there's some real gang shit going on here. And I remember telling him, like, listen, we're in the suburbs, man. Ain't going to be a whole lot of gang shit happening here. 
oh, I remember the other funny shit too. He's had the stickers, and he always said flat bills. Yep, no flat bills. So at that time, which is like, the only kind of hat. To yeah, wear. I mean, you're wearing this shit if you're bending the bill on your hat. So then when they come in, they're like, "Look, you either got to take that off, or you got to crack the bill." And man. If you tell a dude like he's got to crack his bill, it's almost like they got that fresh new era. Man, they don't want to crack. That. It's almost like telling him kicked his mama in the gut or something like that. Man, they were not doing that. They get pissed. They're like, "Oh, that just give him this shitty suburban bar." Like, right, right. We're trying to uphold these standards like we were a downtown suit and tie type place. Oh and it's like, gosh. man, we're, we're not that. But the fucked up part, the most fucked up part of it all, is that if you were a white dude and you showed up. With a with a flat brim hat, and we were like, "Hey man, you got You got to crack that thing." And they bent it, you know, just a little bit. Just there's a teeny right, bit of a right. curve. Dude would be like, "Oh yeah, they're good." But if it was a black dude who came in there, oh man, he yeah. made them bend that shit that like shit he was, was an MLB player. <laughs> Like, you were racing NASCAR I'm like, yeah, you got to crack that shit all the way. And they're like, no, nah, forget that. <laughs> then they come back, and they're like, man, I didn't get a haircut. I'm like, hey, bro, I'm sorry. It was, it was <laughs> fucked up, man. There were, I think the maddest I ever got is when this dude, I'm checking IDs at the door. He's got a plain white T-shirt. I never enforced that stupid thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that yeah. rule makes no goddamn sense. <laughs> Gangsters don't wear plain white T-shirts. Right. <laughs> Remember he said that. What did he say? He was like, GDs wear plain white, right. like gangsters of sight. And I'm like, dude, we ain't got none of those here. None of that. There's <laughs> not even that big of a, like, even in Minneapolis, we didn't really deal no. with that. That's not really a Minnesota thing. No. You've been watching too much true crime bullshit. Or some or gangland shit. <laughs> but uh, I'm at the door, checking IDs. He's standing right next to me for some stupid-ass reason. And this dude comes up, black guy, comes up, you know, got a plain white tee on. <clears throat> I don't even notice it. I give him his ID. I'm like, hey, man, you're good. Get your stamp. And he stops. He's like, it's a plain white tee. We can't let it in. I'm like, shit. He's right. We do have a dress code. You got a different shirt on. You know, the guy's putting up a fight or whatever. Right. He's like, I'm just here to chill, man. I'm not trying to start nothing. I'm like, I, I feel you, dude. I I don't want to enforce this rule. Definitely. I'm just, Definitely. I'm in a rock and a hard place, yep. you know. And then maybe, maybe like five minutes later, this little white dude shows up. And he's got a plain white tee. You know, owner's still sitting next to me, so I'm like, hey, man, can't let you in. Plain white t-shirt, part of the dress code. Dude starts kicking up a fit. Way worse than the dude before. Way worse. The dude before was super cool about it, super chill. This dude's being a punk. Like, I, I kind of wanted to smack him in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, literally, the owner takes out a Sharpie and is like, just just draw a Nike check mark on it. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Just crazy shit like that, man. I was just like, and I remember walking in, I'm like, why the hell is this, a lot of people coming in here with fucking drawings on their white t-shirts? And I'm just wondering, asking questions, and I'm going to the owner and radioing them, like, we got plain white tees in it. Oh, no, we drew something on the Sharpie. And I'm like, what kind of shit is that? I mean, it was just, that's the start of the decline. The start <laughs> of the decline. And so throughout this podcast, you know, we're going to be telling a lot of these stories. Some of them are pretty funny. I mean, most of them are, oh, are yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Some of them some of them are batshit crazy. And you guys will be able to tell kind of what period this happened in. Because the later stories, they're more like, you know, having to fuck dudes up, brawling, girls shitting themselves. Right, right. So, all sorts of wildness. The earlier stories are like girls just like like lesbians in the, in the restroom. Or, oh, yeah. You know, all sorts of all sorts of 
craziness. That one girl who was finger blasting herself on the patio. That was oh man, <laughs> drew a crowd on that thing. That thing that was Pocahontas costume. Oh my gosh! I'm just, I'm just sitting there I was like, what? The? And that and that's a later story because she's got about probably two or three episodes. She was crazy. She was nuts. She was nuts. <laughs> you guys saved me on that one. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, she might she might have invited me back to her place and I might have been like, yeah. you might have died. Might've you like, might have died. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> you, you and Big were like, no, man. Like, no. For real. She had, just to give you just a little bit, she had just gotten out of jail. It, it was bad. She didn't look like she was fresh out, just so the listeners are true. Clear. true. I was not out here about to be taken home by some girl right. Right. <laughs> in jail grades and the fresh out. Oh, like, no, no, no. This was Halloween. This girl was dressed as Pocahontas. Yeah. She was looking She was looking nice. Yeah. And I was like 23, 24 years old. So I was like, whatever. She you know, was let's, let's see bad what shit crazy. She would get me coming in there before you started, and she had gotten, yeah. And there's some craziness behind, behind that story. <laughs> uh, we, we're going to have her later. Not her herself. Yeah. She's, she is probably locked up right now. Probably. We will, we will I, I wouldn't doubt about it. Her. Pocahontas, if you are by chance listening and you do want to phone in and tell us, you know, why you were chasing dudes down with a bat and running motherfuckers off the road and stuff and yeah. finger blasting yourself on bar patios in the middle of October, we'd we, be happy to have you. We just want to know the thought process behind that. <laughs> we just want to know what goes into a girl's mind as she's like, you know, I'm just going to. I'm just going to strum this banjo in front of these people. Right, right on the patio and just build up a crowd. Everybody <laughs> just filming and all type of shit. So uh, let's let's get into this first story. So we're going to kick this first episode off. Uh, it was about, I think it was my third week in there. My first week, there was a big fight. Uh, this big old dude chased the guy. It was my first night. And, you know, you know it's when it's your first night working in security especially, dudes are looking at you like, is this dude really... Like right. really gonna handle himself when we when we go in there and you know and I hire them on and I'm running the head of security in there and I tell guys to go in look there's gonna be a point where you're gonna have to prove yourself and I'm gonna let you roll a little bit solo because it's a trial by combat oh yeah because if you fall out of your face they're gonna know okay we know where the wink click is and when he's around we can do whatever so I'm like you're gonna have to prove yourself a little bit yeah <laughs> and I mean I was coming in. Just remember what I looked like back then. I had, I had the tattoos. I had the big mohawk. Oh, uh, you remember? <laughs> remember I had that that uh that lump on the back of my head because the weekend before I was working security downtown, and I got in a bar fight. Oh yeah. Was the bottom oh yeah. So I'm just looking crazy. It's my first night there, and people are like, nobody looked like me. No. In the, no. I mean, nobody <laughs> usually looks like me with the big mohawk and the tattoos and stuff, but. Especially there, but he was like, what the fuck is oh, this yeah. all about? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I remember, you know, the dude who they had me shadow on that first night. He was, he was, you know, he was like, are you really, you know, you really like about it? Or is all this muscle, all this stuff, is that just for show? And I was like, no, nah, dude, you know, I, I train, I fight. I can, trust me, I can handle myself. And I could tell he was kind of like, yeah, well, we'll see. Right, right, right. And I was like, right, yeah, yeah, you'll see. And that first night, you know, that big ass dude. Uh, he was starting to fight, and I tried to tried to break it up. And that dude, he uh, he didn't want it to be broken. No, up. he was big. He, <laughs> he was, was big, man. <laughs> not big, like muscular, just you know, just, big yeah. dude throwing his weight around. So went to push him, went to you know stop him from getting at the other guy, and didn't work. So I just I swam around and I just picked him up, double leg takedown. He was a big dude, so his momentum, you know, it moved easy. 
and uh, picked him up, slammed him, and he's, he was like whimpering on the ground. He's like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> that was funny because I was sitting there on the corner of the bar and I'm just looking like, okay, oh, this is about to go down. I'm about to move. And I'm like, well, okay, here's this trial. Let's see what he does. <laughs> and next thing you know, all I see is all feet just up in the air. Boom! Wow. Just got slammed down. <laughs> I, I remember I thought I was getting fired that night because I slammed the dude hard. <laughs> Drag him up front. You know, I'm inside, and uh, the owner comes up. He's like, hey, I got to see you in the back real quick. And I'm like, ah, shit. You know, my first night, I fucked that dude up. They probably, downtown, they didn't really care so much, but now I'm in the suburbs. Oh, yeah. they, probably, they probably don't want that. Yeah. And he brings me into the office, and he's like, man, watch this. And he pulls it <laughs> on the security <laughs> tank, and it's just me just, what about? All you see is your feet up in the air. Up in the air. <laughs> that dude was at least like 250. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Feet up in it was a perfect double leg takedown. <laughs> my MMA coach would have seen it. He was like, "Where the fuck is that?" I'm not a wrestler. If you're uh, if you're trained and you're going against an untrained dude, you can make some some crazy shit look pretty easy. Yeah. And this dude, he just kept playing it on a loop. He's like, "How'd you do it, man? How'd you get him up? <laughs> like his feet, his head, like yeah, he was a sloppy two fifty. I mean, oh, it man. was big. <laughs> it was big. The bar kind of shook when he hit the guy. <laughs> so uh, so that was my first weekend there. And then my second weekend, there was old girl in the front, and we're going to talk about her. Yes. She definitely told me to fist her and, and in front of everybody. She's like, I just shot. want him to fist me. Yeah. So we're all looking at each other like, what? And she's like, just fist me. I want to choke on it. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God. Who is this? So, and then this girl's talking, and we're wondering who this is. So we're trying to get her out of here, call her Uber, call her cab, something. She was like, no, my sister works here. She says her sister's name. We're like, no. She's like, yeah, that's my sister. I'm like, no, there's no way you're talking like this, and this is your sister. And it definitely was. <laughs> so that that was my, my second weekend there. So at this point, you know, the first weekend, I get in this big fight. Second weekend, I got this crazy, you know, drunk girl telling me to fist her in front of everybody. So not only am I like, what the hell did I get myself into? Because, I mean, downtown was crazy, but it was usually a little more spaced out with the crazy. Yes. And uh, not only am I wondering, like, what the fuck did I get myself into? But all the guys are looking at me like, what is up with this yeah. dude? She was just following oh this my, kid. This is crazy. <laughs> like, people are just looking at me like, there's something different about this kid. Oh, yeah. So then we get to the second weekend. And me and you, we ain't even really talked or nothing yet. Like, I've been just kind of doing my own thing, right. trying to figure out the vibe. I'm one of those dudes. I'm not the most, like, outgoing guy. I'm more like, let's just sit back, you know, analyze right, things. Right, right. Let the situation come to me. Like, I'm going to figure out, you know, especially when I'm stepping into a new bar scenario, I'm going to kind of kick back, see how you guys operate, see how you guys maneuver. Because I might have been new to that bar, but I had been doing it for five years right. at that point. So when people were coming up like, hey, when this happens, you got to do this. I was like, yeah, I know, dude. Like, yeah. I've, handled, yeah. I've handled situations been like here, that. Been here before. Been, been here before. Trust yeah. me. Been here. Been here before. Done it all. So my first couple weeks, I'm just sitting back. Not really talking to nobody, just kind of kicking it, kind of analyzing things, and uh, and you were working the door at that point too, so right. you weren't even you weren't even inside. Um, but yeah, then there was that night, and I don't even right now I don't really know what led up to it. You and this dude getting into it, this big fat ass dude. Because what happened was it. he was drunk. I mean, like completely drunk. And mind this dude is like he's huge. I mean, he's got to be probably. Six five, maybe two sixty, 
I so, thought he was close to 300. That, yeah. He, I mean, he dented that tattoo. Yeah, yeah, he was big as shit. And, like, they had to get him out. They're like, well, we got one coming to the door. He's drunk, blah, blah, blah. So we get out there. We're just, like, going at it. Because everybody gets kicked out. Doesn't think they should be kicked out. They don't think they're drunk. And they're like, this guy was just. Some of them can barely stand there. Yeah. Like, I barely had anything to drink. What's so, up, yeah, man? Yeah, so he's just giving up. Regular rundown. I'm like, look, dude, we'll get you an Uber cab. Let's get you out of here, get you home. So then he's just talking shit, talking shit at the door. So I'm with the other guy at the door, and I'm like, okay. One, we got to, at security, when you feel it, something's about to go down, you want to try to space it out so that no one else gets hurt. So I'm like, this is a big-ass dude, so let me try to go to the street. So I'm like talking i'm backing up like yeah follow me on here let's talk about over here because i'm like i'm about to have to take this dude down so i'm sitting there talking he's just talking shit talking shit and i mean you're an asian dude yeah you let people talk all sorts of yeah i let you usually you you call me a bitch i'm gonna be like call me a bitch one more time yeah and then it's just and then they don't even get to the episode they're like you're a bitch (laughs) just flying through the air so i'm giving this dude like a million chances I'm like dude you're gonna want to get in this car so everything's good it's just a few things that get me to pull the trigger so the one main thing he just lets it go so he just starts flirting out the n-word so I'm like okay I'm gonna have to take this dude down so now that's the one where it's yeah. like you you say that word there's no joking no that word. No, no it's not acceptable in any circumstances I don't care if you think you're rapping along to a song I don't care no if you think that you earned a pass from your black friends I don't give a fuck what you I don't think care how excuses. many black friends you got you there's, are not there's no that word excuse to throw that word no. around you will get yeah. jacked up. So at least around me. So yes. now this is going on, and I'm like, okay. So now I start rearranging my mic because I'm like, I'm about to take this dude down. So I bring him further closer out into the street. And so he's going at it. And before he throws this N-word out again, like this flash, just you. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? So Justin shoots out of nowhere. And this car, like their cars are parked in the front, and he just boom, and all of a sudden, a side view mirror just pops off, and this dude just rolls under their car, <laughs> and like he's getting up again. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, dude, I got this. And next thing you know, he's like talking shit again. Justin scoops this dude, and his taxi's out front picking someone else up. Boom! Right on the hood. I mean, big ass dent on this freaking hood of this taxi. <laughs> the taxi driver gets Ooh, out. Oh man! He but was... I mean, because all I saw, I didn't see the lead up. Right? I was, I was just on the parking lot. You know, because we're closing down. I'm trying to keep order in the parking lot and like the totally other, other part. So I see you backing up, backing up, backing up, and I see this dude talking, but I can't hear what he says. And then I see you turn your back. I don't remember why you turned your back because anybody knows, don't turn your back. Yeah. In a physical confrontation. I mean, you were a good 10 feet from this guy. So maybe you just turned your back to be like, fuck Because there was about to you be know, a rush. You know, fuck yeah, yeah, that's what that was. But that's when he let it out. He was like, you fucking... And hit that hard end bump. And I just... Right. And then he went... I saw him take a step towards you, too, yeah. with your back turned. So that's when... Full sprint. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, bow. Like, 4-3 sprint. Boom. And I hit him full speed. Ray Lewis. Just boom. Perfect he, form tackle. Yep, Perfect he, form tackle. He clears. You know, he knocks out the side view mirror. And I get up. And I'm ready to go right away. And he's still jawing at you. He gets up. 
He's like, I don't have a problem with you. It's this fucking... And he says the word again. Yeah. And he takes a step. And that's when I just double-legged him. And I meant to slam him hard on the ground. I did not know the taxi. Yeah. <laughs> it looked badass, me slamming oh, him yeah. on the hood of a taxi. Oh, yeah. I can't take credit for that. I was, I was just trying to fuck this dude up. It was a smooth takedown. So take pick down. him up, double-leg, you know, his ankles are in the air. And bow, just slam his fat ass right on the hood of that taxi. Oh, man. And the way that he hit the taxi, so he hits the taxi, and then he falls back into me. So then I put him on the ground. And, like, I'm sitting there, and they're, like, kind of twisting my knee or something. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, fuck, that kind of hurt. And I'm trying to get my bearings. And all of a sudden, I got I got four voices. I got you. Yeah. You're like, what the, what the what hell, man? I, I had him. Yeah, I'm sitting there that going, like, like, he's wrapping down. I'm like, dude, I got him. And he's just wrapping him down. And then, like, his girl is there. Oh, his fucking loud Oh, my girl. gosh. She is just, like, so. You would have thought that I pulled out a shotgun and shot this dude in the chest the way this girl was She's yelling. going to me, get him. He's going to kill him. I'm like, he's not dying. Tell him to shut the fuck up. So, <laughs> yeah, he he was uh he had stopped struggling at this point. This grown ass man, this fat ass six oh. five, three hundred pound dude, he is crying. I'm crying. Like I, I got my knee on his stomach. Uh if you do MMA, we call that the knee on belly guard. So it's I'm controlling him, pinning him down, you know. And he's crying, like so, like loud sobbing, uh, like, so, tears, I mean, like tears. Not. He's like, I did it. I didn't mean it, man. And the whole time, then this girl, he's killing him. I'm like, he's not dying. He's and then on top of that, we got that, that motherfucking taxi driver. Oh, he's yelling at me. He's yeah. like, you broke my taxi. Who's going to pay for the taxi? Somebody has to pay for the taxi. <laughs> I'm like, just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Wheel around there and pick up some of these drunk people. Yeah. <laughs> so then we get another taxi coming, and we, like, throw him into the back of the dude's taxi. Dude's still crying. It's five minutes later, this dude's yeah. still crying. And the woman's still going, you almost killed him. You almost died. And it was just funny. And at, at that point, I'm just laughing. You know, all the other security guys, they're like, how the fuck did you lift that dude? Yeah. I'm like, honestly, his momentum was moving towards me. I just picked him up, scooped him, bow, dropped him down. I was still amazed on the first flash, man, because it just <laughs> came out of nowhere. Just boom. I mean, quick, perfect form tackle, feet off the ground. I mean, just drove him into the other car parked. The side view mirror came off. Dude was rolling around in the car. We had to drag him out of from that car because he was still talking shit. And it was just, it, it, when we get him in the taxi, it's like night and day with this dude. Oh, man, he was done. Just done. I mean, he was big man on campus before. Now he's just like, <laughs> just snot everywhere. Never seen a dude turn from tough guy to little bitch, little bitch so quick. Just real quick. And then at the end of the night, so it's crazy because the owner calls in. He's like, so, you got to see that. I was like, listen, I'd like to take credit, <laughs> man, but he, he had it all down. I guess this dude, him and his brother, would go around starting bar fights. And like, yeah, their dad was like a Viking player, yeah, like an ex-Viking Viking player or some shit. They were yeah, big dudes. Yeah. They couldn't fight worth a damn. But they'd go around starting bar fights and clearing out bars and knocking out bouncers and shit. And then he's like, I came out there, and this dude's like crying in the back of a taxi cab. I'm like, yeah. Like he changed real quick. <laughs> yeah, because it was it's still my third weekend, so I don't really know the owner like that. I don't even think I knew his name at that point. No. I just knew he was a goofy ass dude who wore way too much affliction and way too much cologne. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he do those dumbass security meetings, and he's asking everybody. He's like, "So how many guys did it take to uh, to get him out?" And everybody just points at me. They're like, "It took, it took, new, took a new guy yeah. did that shit by himself." And I'm just he's like, "You." 
you did that by yourself? And I had no idea who this dude was. So when everybody's like, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. I'm like, yeah, it wasn't that, like, it was easy. That was, yeah, that was my work to me. I wasn't, wasn't even breathing heavy. And even I was still shocked. I'm like, so he clears out, but like him and his brother going in, they clear out bars and knocking people out and blah, blah, blah. And they call the cops. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, he, he went pretty easy. <laughs> pretty damn easy. You know? And that's the thing with a lot of these big dudes is they like to throw their weight around. They like to act like they can fight. Oh, yeah. They always got to learn the hard way. And, yeah. and, and it's in this business, you'll find out. And I'll tell a lot of people, even when they're in the parking lot and they start backing up and they're yelling across the street. And I tell them just my main statement is if you got to yell it, you don't mean it. You don't mean you it. You don't mean it. Come, come to my face, say it. Then you mean it. But if you yell them from across the parking lot, you don't mean that shit. You don't mean it at all. <laughs> and people would always try to come at me because I was, I mean, yeah. I was, I was kind of the smallest. I was the shortest dude on the crew. I'm about five ten. Everybody else over six feet. Yeah. So like, oh, we can mess with that dude. And you guys are like, no, no. I was no, like, I, anybody in this bar, do not. I was like, listen, mess with me. Do not mess with him. Because I was like, it's gonna be a bad night, man. It was <laughs> like, uh, it's like that one dude told us. He was like, man. I'll fuck with Cedric because he's gonna kick my ass, but he's just gonna wrestle me down and he'll get yeah. me on the ground. So I'm not fucking with you because you're gonna punch me. me. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a good chance. I, I might drop you. Yeah, yeah. Cause that, that that's the other thing going nice. I was like, I'll get you to the ground and get you try to get you calmed down and get you out of there. I'm like, being nice, but yeah, I was like, anybody, you do not want to mess with Justin. Just don't do it. <laughs> nah, and what what's funny is that incident actually led to you being put in charge. Cause, yeah. Cause then uh Owner calls me in the back. We're talking, and he's like, "You know, you've you've handled yourself in these situations so far. You've only been here three weeks, but I see you doing things. Like, what what's some what's some feedback you got for me? Because the head of security, Bloom, at the time, oh he's goodness. like, "I'm gonna be honest, he doesn't like you." And I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I don't listen to a goddamn thing he says." And he's like, "Well, that's our head of security. You gotta you gotta respect him." And I'm like, "I don't. He's <laughs> not about it. No, he's this no. little stumpy dude who's walking around giving orders. Yeah. I'll take orders just fine. You just." I'll take orders like when you became head of security. I'm like, all right, Cedric, he has my back. I'm going to listen to him. Right. So if it comes down to it, he's going to jump in. With Bloom, I was like, man, this dude, no. like, he's the scaredest dude I've oh ever seen. My gosh. Like, I don't know what he's oh doing. Oh, my man. gosh. So bad, man. So it's like, even with that, so I'm like, now I'm getting head security because of this. And I'm like, and that's when me and Justin formed that bond, man. Because yeah. he, was, he was asking me in the back. He's like, well, if I change out head of security, like, who would you listen to? I'm like, I mean, that Cedric dude, he seems pretty cool. Like, yeah. he seems like he knows what he's doing. And Chad is up front with you, too. I'm yeah. like, yeah. Or Chad. And he's laughing. He's like, Chad would never Yeah, Chad didn't want it. He didn't want it. He's like, nah. <laughs> uh, we come in that next Thursday, and he's like, I got an announcement. We're making Cedric the head of security. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can. That's a leader I can get behind. You yeah, know? that was that. Bloom didn't like that shit. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he had it out for me. Yeah. He hated me after oh, that. I mean, God. he hated me before that. And then after that, he hated me more. And I was so outspoken, I would just be like, hey, Bloom, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it would go to the whole point where every, the owner, all the managers were like, anything they wanted to say to Justin, like, they just like, ah, oh, Cedric, can you yep. um, tell Justin? I'm like, why can't you guys tell? He just like, he looks through me, man. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, because y'all talk shit, man. Just fucking and don't the, ask stupid shit. <laughs> the first time you told me that, I was rolling left because I knew it. I know that I do that. Like, yeah. so many people in my life. Coaches, girlfriends, yeah. friends are like, man, we can always tell. Like he's just looking through me. Yeah. You just give us this blank stare right through us, like you don't give a fuck about yeah. anything. And I'm like, yeah. That's and they, and they didn't know. I'm just like, they're like, oh, you're gonna talk. Oh yeah, I'll talk to him. 
So I just go back there and I tell him, hey, keep doing what you're doing. That was it. <laughs> that was it. A couple times you had to reel me in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, and that only time I reel you in is because I didn't want you to get fired. Because <laughs> we had some people on staff. I know they didn't have my back. So I'm like, listen, uh, I'm going to need you to stick around. So yeah, yeah. just don't do that. <laughs> yeah, so from there on out, we just had that bond, you know, just were, we're pretty tight, you know. Oh, yeah. You were the you were the main dude in charge. I was kind of that secondary dude in charge, yep. that uh, that lieutenant, and shit uh, got wild, man. man. And I'm glad I had you in there, man. When that stuff started to climb, man, because it got. Uh, I was. Got, I think I was the only person having fun when it started declining because I was yeah. like, oh shit, yeah, I get to beat up some drug dealers. Oh man. yeah, Whatever. he was Let's about that it. stuff, and I could always tell just by a stance that he was doing. Oh, you can like, always tell if I'm getting the. Point. I was like, oh shit, here we go. So now I'm just like. Clearing around looking for the guy's friend, so I was like, I know he can take him by himself. Where the friend? Okay, now he can go at it. <laughs> there's, there's three warning signs of when I'm about to get in a fight. Warning sign number one: I stop talking. Yes. If I'm talking <laughs> shit to you and we're going back and forth, you're not really in danger because I'm in a playful mood. Um, I like talking shit. Talking shit's pretty fun. Oh yeah. Once I go quiet, you got about ten seconds. I mean, that means you've crossed the line at some point, and you got about ten seconds. I'm gonna take you down. Warning sign number two, I put my hands in my pocket. Yes. Which People, I never understood. Nobody understood <laughs> that. that. Every place I've worked, they're like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, you gotta have your hands up. Yeah. Gonna hit you. And I'm like, trust me, dude. Like, I train. I know what I'm doing. Mm. I can take a punch if it comes down to it. I can also get out of the way because they're going to be these sloppy hands. Oh, yeah. And mm. I put my hands in my pocket for one specific reason. To egg them on. To yes. make them think they could get that sucker punch yeah. in. Because I'm like, as soon as he swings, oh, it's yeah, on. Yeah. It's on. <laughs> And warning sign number three, if I'm standing square to the person and I feel like it's about to go down, yes. I put my hands in my pocket, I take that step back with my right foot. So now I'm in my stance. That's the face. When I'm I see that go. face, that's what I'm like, okay, we're the friends. Boom, boom, boom. There they are. So, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> yep. And it all, it happens deliberately like that. It's like, all right, Justin's gone quiet. Oh, shit, his hands are in his pocket. Oh, shit, that foot's back. Yeah. Oh, shit, that dude's in the And he's done. <laughs> Those no. are the three signs. So, um, yeah, man, I'm glad we're finally doing this podcast. I mean, shit, we've been talking about this since. I mean, oh, we were talking about this back when these things were going on. Like, oh, definitely. 2015. We're know, like, yeah, 15 when this is 15, done, man. We were like, we oh, yeah. Make a, we got to make a show about this 15 and 15. Oh, there are people are not going to believe this. <laughs> so, I mean, this has been six, seven years in the making. So, definitely. we're finally, finally making it happen. People have been telling us to make it happen, you know. When I'd be training my clients, I'd tell them stories to, like, distract them during the sets. And they'd be like, oh, my God, you need to make a podcast. Oh, yeah. This is fucking insane. <laughs> so it's finally happened. We're happy to bring it to you guys. Uh, make sure you like and subscribe to the podcast on Spotify. It's kind of how everything gets tracked in the podcast world. So if you want to see this kind of blow up, not only listen to it yourselves, spread it to your tell friends. People. Tell, tell your them. friends. Tell your friends, you know. Have them listen. They're not going to believe this either. For everybody that ever worked with us before, spread it along too, because I'm sure you told some of the people the things you'd see, and they'd be like, "That didn't happen." Oh yeah. Now you got proof it happened. And plus, people that are in the industry that are security, yes. you know, you've been through these stuff too, man. Tell those friends, man. Hey, and if you got stories you want to tell, let us know, man. Oh, it's yeah. on Instagram, man. Let us know, and you know, we'll put the stories out, man. Yeah, we we got we got our own crazy stories. Of course, that's going to be the majority of this. But if there's anybody working that security game listening right now, feel free to send us 
your crazy stories, you know, feel free to try to top our crazy stories. Yeah. We want to listen to it. We'll read them out loud. If you guys don't want us to include names, just throw that in the email. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to interact with the people. You know, if you guys out there have heard some stories before, and I put this up on Instagram the other day, and people, I was like, what stories do you guys want to hear? People are like, oh, we want to hear about ice. I'm like, y'all ain't ready for ice. Yeah, ain't ready for ice. So we're going to hear about yeah. 10 episodes <laughs> yeah. in before yeah. we hear about ice. Yeah. Um, one dude was like, oh, I want to hear about that girl shitting herself. I'm like, yeah, we're we're, about that, that's definitely going to be one. That, that's, yeah. About that. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I mean, we've gotten a lot of requests of stories that people want to hear. Um, so it's going to get, it's going to get pretty interesting. We got a little bit of everything for you guys. We got fights. Got girls being crazy. We got dudes being crazy. Oh, yeah. um, we, we got, got we got hoped out owners. We got employees being crazy. Employees being crazy. Yeah. I, know, I forgot that. So yeah. <laughs> you know, employees were worse. I mean, yeah. <laughs> said she finger blasted her boyfriend's butthole when he was. <laughs> yeah, that that <laughs> that right there like had us both stop like what? Like, you know, like, I'm like I got up and slapped the shit. Oh out my like, god! Weird. I'm like, what in the world made you do that? Like, he's just minding his own damn business. And also, you sleeping. just oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was that was a crazy one. So we got plenty of shit to come at you guys. Like I said, me and Cedric, we worked together for about five years. Um, so a lot of the stories are gonna be from that time. Yeah. We we might tell some other stories too from before we met, after we met. Oh, yeah. Also, it's because we went, you know, from there we went to Uptown together. Yeah. And then I was downtown last summer, 2020, when all the rides were going down, crazy shit was happening. Uh, I'm literally like filming Snapchat videos with gunshots going off in the background. Yeah, send it to me. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So out there? Yeah. We've seen a lot of shit. I mean, you worked in Memphis at one point. Yeah, that, so that was. We might we might get some Memphis stories oh, in goodness. here. We might. Take yeah. it all the way back. That was crazy. You got, you got crazy army stories. Yeah. Um, I got my own crazy, you know, personal stories that didn't happen necessarily in the bar, but they happened with girls I met at the bar. Right. And, uh, yeah, my, my dating life used to be kind of crazy, yeah. so we might get into some of that. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a lot of different stuff coming at you guys. So like I said, like the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, follow us on Instagram. It's Thursday Night Lights Podcast on Instagram. Our email is Thursday Night Lights Podcast at gmail.com. That's where you guys can email your questions in, email your stories in, reach out to us. And uh, yeah, why don't you let them know what we're going to talk about next week? What story do you think we should hit them with next week? Ooh, I don't know if we should we go into the girl shitting herself in the background. Oh, we might. We could go into the girl shitting yeah, herself. That was the that grossest was... one. I mean, you blacked that one out from your memory for about oh four my years. Gosh, you were man. Pissed about that. I was, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that one next week, and you'll know why I blocked that out. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> so next week, we got the story of the girl shitting herself uh, coming at you guys. Say what's up.